You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 47, Put Down the Parenting Book. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Do you understand how much I love you? Ah, this is what I sometimes say to my kids, right? I get a little angry sounding because I want them to understand it so badly. That's how I feel about you and this podcast right now. Do you understand? I'm talking to more and more of you every week, and it's so amazing. I want to cry. Seriously, every single one of you is amazing. Period. Full stop. I have talked to women, men, moms with young kids, moms with adult kids, moms with stepkids, women with no kids, people in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, all because of this podcast. And because you've had the courage to reach out to me and say, I want to be a better version of myself. I want to take my life to the next level. And I want to prove to myself that I have what it takes to do it. This stuff that I'm teaching you, how to retrain your brain to think differently, how to own your emotions and actually allow them rather than trying to escape them, resist them, or react to them, setting boundaries for yourself, having compassion with yourself, going after your goals and dreams. It is some hard work. And you keep showing up here week after week because you know it's worth it. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your struggles with me and allowing me to be a part of your journey. Whether we work together or not, it's such an honor for me to be able to share my journey with you and help you in whatever way I can. If you haven't taken me up on the free mini session, do it now. I want to talk with at least 70 more of you in 2019. That's my goal. So go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up. There are two weeks coming up where I won't be doing any mini sessions because I'll be away, but I'm trying to schedule more during the weeks that I am here so I can talk to as many of you as possible. And if you don't see a time on my schedule that works for you, just email me, pam at lessdramamoremama.com, and we'll figure something out. Okay, let's talk about today's topic. As someone who devours parenting and self-help books at a ridiculous rate, I understand firsthand how easy it is to get absorbed in information and research and other people's experiences and want to learn as much as I can. The sheer number of books, blogs, articles, and podcasts that offer parenting advice on everything from potty training to disciplining to helping kids prepare for college is enough to make a person crazy. As of today, there are more than 50,000 parenting books on Amazon. There are so many techniques and strategies and theories and opinions out there related to parenting. Not only that, they often contradict one another, which leaves most parents feeling confused, frustrated, 
and sometimes even hopeless. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't read parenting books. There are many amazing ones out there, and I know I've read them all. (laughs) In fact, I'm planning to write a book of my own in the near future that I hope you'll read. So of course, being informed about child development, understanding best practices, and learning about proven effective parenting strategies can be helpful. I want to talk about when reading parenting books isn't helpful and why. Often, when people read parenting books, they end up feeling guilty or inadequate because the authors are telling them what they should be doing that they're not and what they shouldn't be doing that they are. And so they become frustrated, overwhelmed, and self-loathing. The truth is that nobody else really knows what you should do. You are the only one who knows what you should do and how you should parent your child. It seems like it would be so much easier for someone else to just tell you what to do and how to do it, but there's no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to parenting. For those of you who have more than one child, you already know that each child is unique and requires you to parent in a different way. What works for one child doesn't necessarily work for the next. You and your child's father or other caregiver are different in the experiences you had growing up and in the way you were parented yourselves. You may have different cultural or religious backgrounds that influence your style of parenting. And beyond that, every circumstance you encounter is unique to you and your family. When you rely on others, even so-called parenting experts, to tell you what to do, you can become dependent on them for their knowledge. But the answers are already there inside you. All the wisdom you need to parent your child effectively is inside your own brain right now. When I'm coaching my clients and they ask me what they should do, I tell them I can't possibly know. Sometimes I think I do know, (laughs) but then I have to remind myself that really I don't. What I do know is how to help them figure out what's best for them and their family and to teach them the skill of making decisions based on how they think and feel so they won't need to turn to others and they can begin to rely on their own inner wisdom. The second way in which some parenting books can be unhelpful is that they focus solely on changing your behavior. They tell you all kinds of strategies to keep you from yelling, for example. I've read things like, put your head in the freezer. Put sticky notes all over the house to remind you to breathe deeply. Challenge yourself not to yell for 21 days. Pretty much all parenting books offer advice and suggestions for what to do, which can be helpful, but where do your actions come from? All of your actions are driven by your feelings, and all of your feelings are caused by your thoughts. So you can change your action, but if you don't change your current thought, then your behavior change isn't likely to last, and odds are you'll end up right back where you started yelling your head off. I see this when my clients first come to me. They want to stop yelling, but they have a thought like, this kid is a pain in the neck, or I'm doing it wrong, which causes them to feel frustrated, annoyed, or shame. So while their action isn't to yell, It's to hold the anger inside while they grit their teeth and pretend to be calm. They're resisting their emotion as though their anger is a beach ball they're trying to hold under the water. 
There's only so long they can keep it there before it eventually pops up out of the water again. Unless you really examine the thoughts and feelings that are causing your current actions, you won't be able to make long-lasting change. Which brings me to the third way that reading parenting books can be unconstructive. You passively consume the information without putting the content into practice, without actually applying what you're learning. When I was struggling to breastfeed Marissa, I tried desperately to find that one pearl of wisdom buried beneath stacks and stacks of books, magazines, and online articles that would ultimately convince me to stick with it or not to stick with it. I spent so much time suffering and buffering, right? Buffering in the sense that I was reading all that information as a way to avoid making a decision and feeling disappointment or guilt or both. Whenever you learn something new, whether you're reading a book or listening to a podcast, it feels like you're taking action in your life because you're gaining new insight and thinking about things in a new way. Your primitive brain loves this kind of passive action. There's no risk involved. It's comfortable and safe. You can just relax on the couch with a blanket and a cup of coffee while you do it. Every time you learn something new, you get a little hit of dopamine in the brain that feels good. Soon you can't get enough. It almost becomes like an obsession. Your brain wants more and more of that pleasure that's so easily obtained. And so you'll go from one parenting book to another to another and subscribe to all the email lists and podcasts and online courses, just consuming more and more, but not actually changing anything in your life. It feels like you're doing something, but it's just passive action, not the kind of action required to create a new result. Massive action is when you take action until you get the result you want. It involves discomfort. It requires you to step out of your comfort zone, try new things, fail again and again, and experience negative emotion. But your brain doesn't want to do all that hard work. So you tell yourself, this parenting book doesn't work for me, or I just haven't found the right approach yet, when the truth is you haven't fully applied the material you consumed. Think about it like this. You can read about how to run a marathon. You can learn all about how and when to train, the best shoes to wear, how often you need to hydrate. You can think about running a marathon and imagine yourself crossing the finish line. It feels great, but not as great as actually crossing the finish line. The same is true with reading parenting books. Same with listening to this podcast. Of course, you'll gain a ton of insight just by listening and thinking about the possibility of how things could be different for you and imagining what it would be like to be calm, confident, and in control of your emotions. It feels good just to do that and know that it's possible. Now imagine what you could create if you actually sat down for five minutes every day and wrote your thoughts down on paper and had a look at them. If you wrote down your goals for the future, practiced allowing your feelings, practiced thinking the thoughts you want to think on purpose, and taking action from those thoughts, How would that feel? That's what's going to get you to where you want to be. Applying the insight, putting the tools into practice and implementing the ideas, failing at them and then trying again until you get the result you want. When something gets hard or doesn't go as planned, you don't make it mean that it doesn't work or that you're a failure and you should stop and go to the next book or program or approach. 
There really is no such thing as failure unless you quit taking action toward your goal altogether. If you tend to buffer by consuming information rather than applying it, I want to suggest that you stop. Stop signing up for new email lists. Stop buying books on Amazon or Audible or even getting them from the library like I do. Choose one teacher or book or philosophy that you're willing to commit to for the next three months. Go all in on one of them and follow it exactly. Don't just answer the questions in your head. Write them down. Don't just think about your goal or talk about it with your friends. Go after it. Take steps to make it happen and be willing to feel scared and vulnerable. Be open to the uncertainty, self-doubt, and fear that comes up. You don't need more information. You need more action. That is what creates change. 10% insight and information plus 90% massive action equals 100% transformation. Put down the parenting book and get to work. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com. Listener.